0: Hello, and welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. Join us and some very special guests as we dive in together, open our hearts, and get real to discuss what we've been thinking about. So hey, it's Barry. It's great to be back with my friends here, Linda and Kay. Welcome.
1: Hi, Barry. Hey, Bear.
0: Good to see you guys, and uh, we're talking today about health and wellness and uh, one of the things that we want to talk about today is the power of community. Community is immunity. And I know that you guys both do a lot of work to get people together in circles and in different kind of situations where they get to know each other, get to share information and uh, just kind of ideas and feel that power of being together. So uh, what's your take on that, Linda, just in terms of why it's a gift for people who are dealing with symptoms uh, to come together?
1: I'm going to look at it from a little different perspective first, and then I'm going to come right back and answer your question. Okay. But what we know about the reverse of community, which is loneliness, is that loneliness does not do our bodies any good at all. The isolation goes against the way we're naturally put together as herd animals you know we came together millennia ago because being in collective groups helped with child rearing and food gathering so we developed a real affinity for being together and when that's missing our health suffers so the converse of that is that when we're together our health improves so i know kay and i see this so Pointedly in the healing intention circles and in our support group on Wednesday nights. And this support group on Wednesday nights just consistently has 20 people, up to 28 people, and they come together. And I believe it's because it breaks the isolation that some Mm -hmm. people are feeling Mm -hmm. due to COVID. And we have a shared history. And so we can come together and get the benefits of community, which are feeling Seen and feeling heard. And when people do that, it really innervates and energizes their entire divine body temple and their immunity goes up. And this has been studied. People with three or more important connections, and it doesn't have to be human connection, it can be your furry friend connection, but people with three or more have higher numbers of circulating white blood cells, which are the important cells for immunity. So those are some of the ways that coming together, being in community really helps us physically.
0: So how does somebody who's new uh, muster up the courage to walk into a room like that on Wednesday night? How does that, how do you start?
1: I think anyone who's ever been in a relationship or is in a relationship knows that they're like a garden and gardens need tending and I will have been married 40 years this month. And so that's taken quite a bit of tending. And I look at my friendships, you know, the same way. And so, yes, it does take some effort. So to your question, how does somebody muster it up? I think you just have to be your own best friend to make friends and to know this is going to be good for me. This is going to benefit me. And then just be the first one to say hello. Be the first one to reach out. Come to some of the classes offered here. Attend a support group. Volunteer. You know, be an usher. Tons of ways to meet people here at Mile High Church. Taking the first step is key.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think the thing of just walking in the door the first time when you don't know people and it just brings up all kinds of stuff and you feel like you're back in middle school. I think that it's, I think it's good for people to, uh, to be able to break that. And uh, and just get back into community again. And COVID has obviously made it a lot tougher.
1: So yeah. yes, it has. As a former middle school counselor, I think we're all eighth graders <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for life. Yeah, we're yeah. just we get <clears throat> creakier joints, but we're all eighth graders and all continually like self conscious. But just do it. It'll benefit you. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that. And I know that you have a lot invested uh, emotionally in the intention circles. And so can you talk a little bit about that, about what the idea is of that and how they're set up?
2: Yeah, the intention circles are um, really an opportunity for people who really, really want to dive into something um, that's distressing them a lot and and have and just join with a with other people that are willing to actually hold the best for them at the time. I, I think that it's interesting how people seemed more willing to come when we were in person. Um which is interesting because when we're in person we sat very close knees touching we held each other's hands even if it was a stranger next to us remember those days way back anyway (laughs) and that's what the circles were made of now we're online which is actually wonderful for people who are hither and yon uh, because they can be on they can be on zoom with us uh, no matter where they are so for me it feels like it's more accessible Um, but you do have to be willing to you know get the zoom link and come into it and the interesting thing that happens and i see it month after month we do this once a month is that people actually i always ask them to they're sitting in their own little office i always ask them i say put your hands out um, as if you were holding the hand of the person next to you we've all introduced ourselves everybody knows a little bit about everybody and I say, just imagine that you're holding hands. No matter where anybody is, feel that. And and then we go through the whole process of the intention and so forth for one of the people in the group. But at the end, people always report, I felt the energy. I felt the energy of the people, even though I don't know you really, except for the little square on the on the uh, screen. And I'm, not, I'm very far away, and that is... That's one of the things about that particular activity that we do that I love the most. That people get the feeling of the of allness. That we're all in. We're all together. We can actually even feel the energy of each other when we're far apart. This is, you know, the allness of spirit. This is the 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 understanding of the oneness because we you really ha- can have an experience of that. Um so that's certainly one of the one of the things that that works works well. I hope we can be in person again someday. Um, but you know, we may always be offering it on Zoom because it it really it opens it to having a community that is much broader than it used to be. It used to only be people who knew where Mile High Church was. Maybe they knew people here, and those are the ones who came. Now we get people from, all over
0: yeah um, that attend and i think i think as people are on zoom more the opportunity is there to bring your focus to a group like that and to really bring yourself there and not be doing other things and multitasking all the time because if you're going to get the benefit of community you have to i think you have to bring yourself to it emotionally and uh you know it's easy on zoom to not do that but i think in the kind of work that you're doing you're trying to get people to actually show up emotionally mm-hmm. and to be honest with what's going mm-hmm. on with them. And, uh, um, yeah, hopefully they're doing it. Does it feel like that's what's going on on Zoom most of the time?
1: I think it does, and it really goes back to that idea of community as a way to be seen and heard for who, who you authentically are. Mm-hmm. And so last week, for example, we did prayer requests first in our support group, and so people are asking for prayer support for tumors, they hope, will disappear, and relationships, they hope, will heal, and finances, they hope, will improve, so we go right to the heart of the matter, and I think the other thing about community is that it binds us together in spiritual community in particular, such that it seems like we share the same road, the road of spiritual journey, and there are potholes on that road. I have fallen in a few. There are potholes on the road, but there's a bottom even to the pothole. And when you're in community, you feel it. Other people can lift you up, support you, empathize with you, and it breaks that feeling alone or uncared for. It gives mm-hmm. meaning and mattering, mm-hmm. which are so important, especially um, in times of a pandemic.
0: Yeah, yeah. And do you find that, like in your Wednesday <coughs> group, that you have people who are who are there, who are regulars, who are there every week?
1: Very much so. <laughs> <coughs> so sometimes we can almost guess what the prayer request will be for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because some of our situations are chronic, mm-hmm. like autoimmune diseases or arthritis, Crohn's disease. Uh, diabetes, things that are longer term, well, they don't get solved. But again, you're on the path, you have your potholes, people lift you out of those potholes, even if the road appears quite long. It just helps so much to have community to do it with. And we have this saying in the healing ministry, no one can do the healing for you, but we can certainly do it with you.
0: Yeah, 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 I like that like that. And and uh, do you find that you get people from all different kinds of religious backgrounds that are open to uh, the spiritual aspect of healing?
1: I would say we have mostly new agers, mm-hmm. we have metaphysical folks. Um, but now and then we have someone from a more traditional background. But everyone we don't get too technical, but I think everyone tends to feel there's a higher power. Yeah. We can employ it for yeah. our good. Enough said.
0: Well, I think that's one of the things that's uh, interesting about the time that we're in. There's a lot of science. We've got a lot of science. We've got a lot of medical stuff. But I think people are questioning everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, questioning the authority of everything and where the power really is. And so, uh, you know, I like this work of people just opening to something new. And opening to the healing power that is alive in us. And I think that's what your your work really focuses on. And I think uh, more people are being open to it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's good. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so you think when you go back, <clears throat> when we get rid of the uh, mask mandates or we move forward in some way, that you'll probably do both? That you'll have online and in-person both?
2: It could happen. Um, either way, I, uh, I think that... We would unfortunately be cutting some people off if we don't mm-hmm. r- maintain online yeah. uh, and as long as we you know have the manpower to to pull it together, we have a pretty good team of people, and um, you know, I think we could we could do both. You know one of the things about our particular ministry is that we don't why ha- don't we don't even have to talk about the spiritual aspect if for some reason, somebody doesn't seem to be feeling open to that because there's so much science now, and it's in all the healing books that are coming out lately, and, and they've been coming out for years, but there wasn't so much attention paid for a long time. That is, there's so much that an individual can do to put their body into the right um, the right frame so that the body itself can do the healing. Yeah. One of the things that we talk about is that the healing happens in the body. It doesn't happen um, because you're taking this medicine. Now, the medicine may stimulate some things that help the body move, but the body does it. Just like it heals the cut when you cut your finger. I mean, the body you heals. don't. Yeah, the body is the one that heals. So there's so much research that that supports that. And one of the biggest things that all of the books that have come out most recently about spontaneous healing, about people who heal things that never. There is no cure for the doctors to throw up their hands say there's nothing more I can do for you. And yet these people heal. A big element of that always ends up being this community part, Mm -hmm. this support part, this gathering the you know, being being in community with and it doesn't mean it has to be a huge community. Like Linda said, there's several people that are, that are close, they feel they they communicate and they support. Um, and that that is a huge part of, of what uh, can stimulate that healing within our own very own body
0: yeah and keep and keep us going. I think the the, the thing that you talk about some of these journeys are pretty long right mm-hmm. And so I think a support group helps you uh, stay with it when mm-hmm. you're not feeling like staying with it and you're feeling like giving up and I think you know just the consistent message that the healing is going on within us regardless of what you are, <laughs> you know, spiritual or religious background is hopefully it's leading us in that direction that there's a power in, in ourselves that ourselves are alive, intelligent, and are responding to, um, to our thoughts, and our emotions. And I think the emotion of being together uh, is a big thing that ourselves are looking for, which is kind of where you started, right? We're, we're kind of wired to be together. And I think that uh, that's the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: And you can wire up a person. <laughs> and look at what's flowing in their blood when they're in a supportive setting and you will you will see there are more of the good hormones the resting repair and rejuvenating hormones Mm -hmm. there's more dopamine there's more relaxing there's more of the hugging or bonding hormone oxytocin Uh Um, there are more good endorphins that fight pain and give pleasure so yes it it's it's true scientific fact, meaning sp- meaning spiritual truth, that being together is good for us in the short term
2: and in the longer term.
0: Great.
1: Uh
2: huh. It is good Great. news. So I might just say one other thing about one of the good things that's come out of this uh, COVID situation that we've all been living in, and that is that people have been forced to figure out ways to connect with family without being together. So people have learned how to use Facebook, uh, uh, FaceTime, or they've learned how to get onto Zoom, so that they can so that and then they can see each other mm-hmm. as they talk. And even though, you know, it's it, 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 of course it doesn't feel the same as us all be sitting in the same room, but it's it's it, it creates a connection that in many instances was never there. Mm-hmm. My husband has relatives in Sweden, who we haven't seen for 30 years and suddenly every couple of months we're seeing those people again and they're talking about their life and they're talking about what's going on and where they live Um, and that also can be uh, can be a a part of this uh, community that feeling that you can get that actually affects affects your body I had a experience just a couple days ago um Years ago, like in the 80s, I was in an organization where I sat on an executive committee, and we were very close, all women, very close friends. And, of course, we've stayed sort of in touch all the time, but sort of kind of all drifted away. Well, the ones of us that are still in Denver, I, decide, I called them, I said, let's go to lunch. So we've made this plan. And then there's one who moved to Texas forever ago, and I thought, I'm going to email her. I emailed her, she sent back a whole lovely email about what's gone on in her life the fact that her husband had passed how she was doing with that and then i sent that to the four women i'm going to have lunch with and every one of them responded in the same it's so good to hear from her i mean you can see all of us Mm -hmm. you know just i loved writing to her then when i got the response back i had this great good feeling then when i sent it on to the other friends they each responded with this great good feeling of oh so good to hear from her we just haven't heard from her for years so i thought to myself you know there are parts of this quote-unquote isolation stuff that has created opportunities for us to still be connected
0: yeah we're finding the gifts we're finding the gifts yeah. in it and i think that's what your your work is about today um you know we're finding the, uh, that we really want community and uh, we need it. And so uh, I think that, you know, if there's a if there's a gift in COVID, and obviously there always is, I think that's what it is. It's going to bring us uh, closer together. And this thing that we always talk about, about oneness, uh, mm-hmm. maybe it'll move us closer to that too. Mm-hmm. All right, So good. Well, thank you both for being here. And uh, we will see you all again soon. This is Barry signing off. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Kay. Thank and, you.
1: Uh, you bet.
0: Let's stick together.
1: You got it.